When it comes to local news on the radio, it's local. We're the authority. News Radio 930 WFMD. Morning News Express 711 at WFMD. Good morning, Rise and Shine up and Adam. The morning mayor, Bob Miller, Chris Michaels, producing the show this morning and on the uh, phone with us. I appreciate the fact that uh, I could uh, reach out to him and he calls in quickly. He is the president of the uh, Freddie County Council. His name is Brad Young. Brad, thank you for being here. Um, I appreciate it. Hey, and thanks for helping the Orioles win in Canada. You went up there to Toronto for a couple games. We kind of split, but at least we uh, took three out of four in the series. That was great. You know what? what what really irritates me, they're having a great season, everything's positive, and then a stupid owner does something stupid, and now we lose two in a row. Yeah, right. You think that that might have had an effect to the fact that, uh, you know, more people are talking about the uh, the announcer who made an accurate statement uh, as opposed to just being out on the field? Honestly, I do. As being an, uh, a coach and having worked with athletes, when you've you got everything going positive, things just happen good. And when you take and suck that positive energy out of the area and make it all negative, I, I think it does have an impact on yeah. teams, even at that level where they're getting paid. I mean, you're just having an incredible season, great group of young players to watch, and then you divert all the attention to something stupid. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're not doing something stupid, but I am kind of a head scratcher in what the council voted in on Tuesday to adopt a bill that would uh, talk about woodworking operations to the zoning code. It kind of made me, are we talking about people opening up their own businesses in, in say, like a strip mall, or is this in their homes? No, so this actually came to uh, myself and Councilman Carter from a constituent in, a, in District 5 that has a woodworking business, and they're working under the home use option, which basically means they have to have five acres or more. They're working there, but that limited the amount of employees and what they could do. And so this provides the opportunity for uh, more opportunities to do a smaller type business on a five-acre-plus property that's zoned agricultural. So, no, it wouldn't be in a shopping mall because that's already zoned commercial. Um, But it's giving the opportunity for people to do home-based businesses that make sense and trying to provide opportunities for small business owners to stay here in Frederick County, not be forced to go into other counties because they can't afford to pay the property uh, costs that it it takes to get a – place they could use in a commercial zoning or other zoning so this is it, it, those this is kind of zoned for um you said agricultural or for for yeah. home so it would be like not a residential area no 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 no. it's not residential this is an agricultural zoning and again any new business utilizing it still has to go before the planning and zoning commission so they have to come in and you have to take a look at what the impacts would be on neighbors so the planning and zoning can can require them to put buffers can say no you're too close where you want to put it that you're going to have a negative impact on your neighbors so there's still guardrails there to make sure that it's not going to have a negative impact on their immediate neighbors but there's examples where you know they're out in the middle of nowhere and it's not going to impact anybody and so it makes total sense to allow them to use their property for that so I've got to ask this question. Did did somebody, whoever maybe put this bill forward and, and maybe contacted you, did they, they use their property for that? 
So I've got to ask this question. Did did somebody, whoever maybe put this bill forward and, and maybe contacted you, did they receive um, some kind of pushback? Was there some kind of an incident that made it necessary to do this? Because I'm thinking if I'm on five acres and i got a shed in the background uh, and I've got, uh, I've got woodworking equipment or whatever, I'm going to use it and not tell anybody. Yeah, well, I mean, that's exactly what happened. This constituent was building and trying to build their business and found out that they could not own their property, uh, and they're right next to uh, other commercial-type uses that are well, they're right next to a landscape contractor. So so that's why we tied to that right now. As a landscape contractor, you can put that on an agricultural property, put piles of mulch and dirt and stone and gravel and those kinds of things and operate, but you can't have a building right next to it and do your woodworking in a wood in a wood shop. Which is interesting. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but so, it kind of lends itself towards woodworking, but it also encompasses other types. So say you're a, you know, you do pottery or something. Yeah. And so one of the things that we're going to be going back and looking at is trying to, you know, the, Planning and zoning laws have been around for a while, and times change. And we, we also had another bill that we passed that allowed for schools in ORI zoning. And so what we found is that there's there's uses that now might fit in an area that didn't before, so we're going to have to go back and look at those. Both of the cases that I had last night were where constituents approached me with issues, uh, and I said, all right, well, let's find a way to make this work for you. And one was a Montessori school. They've been operating in the ORI zoning out off of corporate drive for 10 years. And basically every year I have to come back and ask for a special exception. And, and my thought is that you've been there for 10 years. Why do you need to come back every year and ask for uh, approval to do that? You've proven the ability to operate in that zoning. And so we changed it. So now that they're permitted in that use, and they won't have to do it. But what it was doing, it was keeping them from being able to get financing to actually purchase their property. Right now, they're in the process of trying to do that. And so by doing this, they'll be able to go to the lender and say, yes, we can be here permanently. We don't have to worry each year whether or not we're going to get that special approval. So, again, let's to kind of recap this. Um, this has been approved for um, under, um, you know, if you have five acres or less that you're able to do this. But you still have to go through the permitting process. You still have to probably get a business license to be able to continue to open a business. Um, and we're not talking about something that you're doing just kind of as a hobby, correct? This is a, a legitimate business. That's correct. It's a legitimate business, and you still have to go through all the business permitting processes, but most importantly, you still have to go through planning. So if, if you want to put something there, it's going to be obtrusive to your neighbor. They're going to say, no, you can't do that. Or in order to do that, you're going to have to put a buffer of trees. You're going to have to do this, that, and the other. You're going to have to make sure you do abatement to any, any, uh, dust that it might create, any noise, those kinds of things. So there, the planning commission still has full purview on making sure that it's a a legitimate use that's not going to impact the direct neighbors. 
Now this wasn't this wasn't the county, and this is way before you were probably still in high school when I was doing this. Uh, you're a little bit younger than I am. One of the longest meetings I ever sat through. I worked for Cable Ten, and I was doing a city planning meeting, and they were talking about the awnings on Ruby Tuesdays. That's no longer there on Route Forty, right below right. the station. Right. They talked about the awnings for two hours about well what color are they going to be what size are they going to be are they going to be you know what kind of a direction are they going to be and it was i'm like sitting in the back just going are you kidding me this is ridiculous uh you know hopefully the council planning or the county planning commission is not as bad as the city's was back in the day no, they should not be, and it's it's not to do with color of the building or color of that. It's it's really to do with the impact on the surrounding area, and it, what it does is it gives you as a property owner the opportunity to come in and say, hey, they're proposing putting this next door. That's going to negatively impact me. How are you going to protect me? And so it gives the other property owners the opportunity to be at that hearing and express their concerns. Or they may nobody may come, and they may say, hey, that's great. I love what's going there. Let's go, and and then they can do it. Yep. Oh, Brad Young, president of the Freddie County Council, we'll have to have you on another time. I appreciate you joining us at such quick notice. You're quite welcome. Thank you, sir. And like uh, I say, this – Go ahead. No, I was just saying, and what what I'm proud of, this was a bipartisan bill sponsored by Councilman Carter uh, in District 5 and myself. We both looked at it and saw that this was a great opportunity to help small business in Frederick County. And I was happy that we got it passed on a six to one vote. And uh, the only one that didn't vote, MC Keegan Air, she said she just liked to wanted to add some different language, um, but she didn't think it was the right way. So that's okay, six to one. That's not a bad, yep. not a bad vote. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Have a great day. Thank you. Seven twenty at the Morning News Express at WFMD.